0: Excuse me. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? Welcome, welcome. <clears throat> all right, now i going to... Okay, you're all officially muted, but I want you to ask questions today. The 25th of Rocktober, we've got just this week left, and then we're into November. Wow. So hopefully you're going to make it in November to remember by rocking Rocktober, like we talked about. All right, so the topic of today is uh, what's possible for you. I feel it's necessary to tell you the history of my yearly sayings. So uh, in, uh, from 2013 to 2019, I was able to use one phrase, right? Um, I want to be a lean, mean, money-making machine in 2013, 14, 15. It worked all the way to 2019. To 2020, I had to come up with another one. I want to make more money in 2020. And then it was getting it done in 2021. And this year, or next year, it's what's possible for you in 2022. So that's what today is all about. This is the time of the year you've got to be thinking about it. To me, it allows you to finish strong and have an incredible first quarter. We already talked about your business plan a few weeks ago. You should all have that done. I'm just going to assume you all have your business plan done. If you don't, you've got to do it right now. You know, It's just that's that important. Your business plan is completely important. And don't be one of those people that say, well, it's in my head. Okay, well, that's not good enough, all right? And if you want to, you know, hear some good stuff, go to YouTube, listening to, um, you know, I love listening to, um, you know, uh, Lead the Field, Earl Nightingale, Lead the Field, The Strangest Secret. Uh, I love his book report. on thinking Grow Rich. you got to have a plan. you got to have a plan. You've got to have your head in this game most of the time, not all the time, Sometimes you can go on autopilot, but most of the time, all right. So I'm assuming everybody on this call wants more success. So once again, I'm going to call. I'm going to cover a lot of things to be thinking about, and I want you to ask questions if you have any. You have to hit star six to ask me a question, and then you know just remute yourself on your own phone because probably most of you most of you are on um, cell phones anyway. I can hear when someone does it because it totally changes. Uh, the sound that I'm listening to right now, which is total dead air. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Success. I'm assuming everybody wants more success in 2020. All right. So, um, you know, in my book there, Success is a Verb, I talk about something called habit replacement th- therapy, which really is just, a, it's a term I made up, I don't know, 20 years ago. And to, it could be, because the reason I made that up is everything you want is a habit or two away. It really is. And always start with one at a time. That's the way I look at it, okay? Um, you know, I mean, you could, with a maximum of two, honestly. You know, you can probably do two. Some of you can probably handle two. Um, and, and what I'm talking about is, um, I believe in order to be successful, you should have a workout routine. doesn't have to be like me, seven days a week. It can be five. It can be four. It can be three, actually. You know, studies say three to four a week is perfect. Uh, seven, people tell me I overtrain. I'm like, okay but my body's used to it now, so I like it. All right, that's perfectly fine. Whatever you're comfortable doing, but you've got to have a routine. And remember, you're 30 to 60 days away from creating a new habit. And understand when you're creating a new habit, about the third to fourth week in is when it gets the toughest because your body starts fighting you at an unconscious level. It doesn't like new. It wants familiar. So you're creating a new familiar. And in order to create a new familiar, you have to get through the uncomfortable. So just remember that. You know, um, uh, most people stop going to the gym after 18 days. Think about that. That's, you know, most people will tell you that the be- beginning of a new habit takes about 21 days. So your days away, when it gets the most stressful is when you're closest to making it happen. Think about other times in your life where that's come true, all right? So you have to create new habits in your life. I'm talking about a health habit. I'm talking about a positive mental attitude habit. I'm talking about work habits. Some of you should just start with one at a time. Like I said, two max, all right, and uh, just start working on creating these new habits. Like prospecting consistently every week is a habit. Working out consistently every week is a habit. Eating better, not to be perfect, but eating better is a habit. Having great relationships is a habit. You know, you get into certain routines, and you have to create. Look, the word... Is responsibility. All right, you're, the only person who's responsible for you is you, and if you don't take responsibility, no one else is going to do it for you. You have to look in the mirror and take responsibility every single day. All right, so that's very important. All right, um, I also believe that you can set your own mental GPS. Like every day, you can. Um, you, you know, you're never going to be able to create. Um, you know, the same day over and over, but you try like hell. You have a schedule that that the schedule looks perfect. If I follow the schedule every day, all right, I am, uh, you know, I'm going to achieve my goal, all right? Now, if you get 80 to 90% of it done, that's that's a very successful day. Some days you'll get 110% of it done. Some days you'll get 40% of it done. But if you go into it with the right attitude every day, have the right schedule every day, make your expectations of, yes, I'm going to get this done, it'll happen. It'll happen over time. All right, so that's the word, responsibility. Building a powerful morning routine, I think, is part of that, and I think it building a powerful par- prospecting routine and, and a very disciplined schedule is absolutely, absolutely critical. You have to look in the mirror and take responsibility every day. Look, it's not always fun, but it's a fact, all right? That, it's just a fact. All right, what's my commitment level on a scale from 1 to 10? I love when I ask people that question. They go, I don't know, 6? You're not going to get there with a commitment level of six. So you have to be more committed, okay? Um, how do you get more committed? Well, there's motivation. There's, mo- there's momentum, okay? Are you motivating yourself every day? Once again, no one's going to do that for you. Well, I like, you know, uh, I like watching, you, but you have to put in your schedule to watch and to listen to. The last time I got into prospecting was in California, you know, in between my my Ferry job and this job. I prospected for about sixty days, and I used to watch positive stuff on YouTube before I got on there, or listen to it on the way to the office. Okay, all right. So um, you know, because I had to get my head in the right mood, uh, mindset, focus, whatever you want to call it. Right? I look, I never look. At, um, I don't care what level you're at. If you're not being consistent with, as Mark calls it, your daily revenue commitment, your business is never going to be consistent as it can be. Can you get by? Yeah, you can get by. But is that your goal? My goal is to get by. That's not a good goal in my opinion. It requires being proactive. Okay, so what are you doing on a motivational level? So look, I've got my, I get up early, I go to the gym, I've got my, I listen to audio books, I've got my, like, like I even, pack my my lunch, I take in with me every day. I very rarely go out to lunch unless it's with another agent or with Mark or Gordon or, you know, I, I bring my lunch in. And if I know I'm going up, I bring my, my breakfast snack in. And I bring, I just bring everything in so I know I'm eating right every day. That was a habit I had to create. I didn't always do that, right? Having, uh, uh, I don't know if Marad's on this call today, but Mar- Marad, that nice little thumb drive you gave me, Sydney figured out how to put all of it on. Uh, she put it in a couple of places, honestly, because there's so many books on there, so thank you. All right, I don't know if I told you that on the last call, but we figured out a way to do it, or she did. I, I, I can't even say we, because I'd be lying. <laughs> All right, uh, Dropbox, G, uh, she's got it on a few different places. So thank you for that. And, uh, you know, but I'm responsible, my point is, for making sure I have enough audio books out in front of me so I, I don't go, oh, because I know myself. Two or three days not doing the habit I'm supposed to be doing, I will st- it'll become harder. It is easier to force yourself for a couple minutes every day to stay in the right track than it is to get off that track for a few days and try to reset it. If any of you have prospected consistently and stopped, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If any of you have lost the weight that you wanted to lose and you got it back, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's really easy to get off. Because remember, all the habits that you're creating, all the new habits are fabulous, but the old ones are still there. You just don't want to exercise them that much. But once you've created new habits – At an unconscious level, your brain doesn't care as long as it's familiar, right? It's crazy if you think about it, but it's really true. You physically take the body through the motions to create the new habits that you want to have until they become a habit, and then it becomes a lot easier to do it. You can even get enthusiastic about it. Like, I was not enthusiastic about working out for a long time, but I kept doing it, and then now I love it. I'm I'm often thinking, like, yesterday was Sunday, and I'm thinking, okay, for me... Monday is, you know, I do 30 minutes of, uh, between this tread, treadmill and the Stairmaster, and then I do shoulders and abs. That's my Monday. I'm already thinking of the routine I'm going to do on Sunday. I know exactly what I'm going to do when I get there. I never used to do that. Tomorrow's legs to me, just legs, legs and abs. And I know exactly what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm thinking about it in advance. I look forward to working out. I never used to do that. I look forward. Right now I'm listening to a book called Super Freakonomics. <laughs> All right, it's uh it's the takeoff of Freakonomics, the first book. This is super free economics, the second book. Just interesting stats, some of them kinda of weird and off the wall, but interesting stuff. All right, I just finished a book called Um When Einstein Walked with Girdle. Like, wow. I didn't know I, I thought it was just speaking like uh if if they walked but I didn't realize that towards the end of Girdle's life, Einstein and him, they walked together every day for like an hour, an hour and a half, talking about physics and all kinds of stuff till girl went a little crazy. Right. Um, so I didn't, I didn't know any of that. Pretty interesting. All right. Uh, I listened to a book before that called complexity, which is really not a, a, a name that I would, But I don't know, for some reason I, I listen, I, I, I like, I'll spend maybe an hour a month because I have an audible subscription. I spent maybe sometimes I buy three extras and, you know, um, extra books a month and, you know, they remind my monthly subscription. Because you can even get a monthly subscription and after you've had it for a while, then you get two books a month plus YouTube, you know, and, and then I buy three extras. That's pretty much, because they give you a, a deal if you buy three at once, that's pretty much my monthly consumption, about five or six books a month while I'm working out. And if I, then there's a couple favorites I have on YouTube that I listen to a few times a year. Because that's that... When I'm working out in the morning, like this morning, I listened to that book for an hour and 15 minutes, and then I had about another 20 minutes of music. I finished mine listening to music. I have my own little system. But I know this habit is what keeps me in the mindset of where I want to be today, all right? And it wasn't easy creating that habit, but once you create it, then it becomes much easier. All right, um, I just got cut off again. This happens like, I don't know, like once every other month now. Someone just let me know. Unmute yourself if you guys can hear me still, and then I'll keep going. So hit star six so I can hear you. Star six. Anybody? I know there's like 10 of you on here. I can hear you. It's Henry. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, appreciate that. Thank you very much for unmuting. All right, so there we go. All right, all right, so, um, and once again, if you have any questions, just unmute yourself. As you can see, it's pretty easy to do. (laughs) Some of you uh, probably get, a couple of you probably get bounced off like I did, too. I don't know why it does that every once in a while, but it doesn't like me today. All right, so, um, all right, so I'm going to keep going here. Now we've talked about commitment. Now I'm going to talk about being consistent. You know, um, in in my book, Success is a Verb, I, I have a little part called Bumblebees and Flipper Feet. And and I don't know if anybody has read my books, but bumblebees, bumblebee is, um, you know, if you if you if an engineer took the size of a bumblebee and the weight of it versus the wingspan, you know, uh, from an engineering standpoint, there's no reason how a bumblebee should be able to fly, but they do. They fly around all over the place. No one told them, hey, you know what? Mathematically, you shouldn't work. <laughs> so you know, they work, they fly around, but you know. It's just amazing if you think about it, and I compare that to Tom Brady. You know, and I'm look. I'm a Patriots fan. Tom Brady plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he's still incredible. And if you look at the stats at the combine, I still believe to this day, I know he's in the top three, but I think he still might be the worst quarterback statistically, jumping, running, throwing, uh, physicality to go through the combine, which is like a it's like a, a a thing all NFL, eventual NFL players go through to be looked at under a microscope for different statistics, running, jumping, 40-yard dash, you know, vertical leap. And uh, Tom Brady finished dead worse, not just that year, since they've been keeping stats. Okay, not a lot of people know that, right? And what we'll look at statistically, uh, he just hit 600 touchdown passes. The only reason I know that is because my mother told me because she still watches the Patriots and she watches the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I just watch the Patriots. I love Tom, but he's not on my team anymore, right? So, but, you know, if you look at him and, and how does he do it? Massive work ethic, extreme competitive attitude, right? I mean, he's got the hype going for him, but everything else, he's just developed over time. He's all, if you ever listen to him interviewed, he's super humble and all about it. Now, flipper feet I have in here because of Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is at the other end of the spectrum. Michael Phelps is actually, I think Michael Phelps is 6'2 um, or 3, but he has the torso of like a 6'5, six, 6'6 six, six guy. He's got short legs. In other words, you go right down, he's got like um, his feet rotate 15% more than the average person. You know, his, his, uh, if you look at all the statistics of him physically, he's designed to swim, designed to swim. And he still had to, okay, work his butt off to become what he was, which was the, he's the most decorated Olympic athlete of all times. It's pretty crazy to think about it. And you, people don't know this, but he's super ADHD, or he was at least when he was a kid. And that's how he, um, he convinced his parents and his doctor to take him off the ADHD medication if he swam a few hours a day. Then he got addicted, and then he became, you know, to the swimming process, and then he, his workout... If you guys ever read anything about his workout and what he used to do, burning two to 3,000 calories an hour, okay, you should check it out. It's pretty crazy. He became the, you know, the most decorated Olympic athlete of all times. So and I'm not saying that those have to be your goals. But whatever your goals are, there's a, pro, there's a mindset, there's a process, there's a schedule, there's habits that you can create to get there. So if you're one of these people that says, you know what, I'm sick and tired, Of telling myself I'm going to do something, like if you didn't achieve your goal in 2021 or you're not going to, you can tell right now. I mean, look, we got you got 60 days left. You know, you have the the holidays coming in between Thanksgiving and you have all that stuff going on, all right. But you know, uh, so you have a good idea of where you're going to finish. You have probably three four weeks, best case scenario, uh, to put deals under contracts that'll still close this year. So you have a pretty good idea of how you're going to finish. Now, if you've achieved your goal, congratulations. If you've exceeded your goal, congratulations. If you haven't and you really want to do it in 2022, remember what's possible for you in 2022, you have to start, you know, November, and December, have to be months that you start following this schedule, this business plan that we're talking about in order to achieve. And if you start doing it now, the chances are really good you're going to get there. Okay? So that's, that's why I'm saying, look, you have to create the, the mindset, the schedule, and the discipline, all right? So your focus has to be different. You know, um, Steve Jobs, his, his you know, the um, the people around him, the engineers, they created a term for him. Actually, they stole it from Star Wars, I mean, from, from uh, Star Trek called Reality Distortion Field, which means he had massive creative visualization to a whole new level. Things that didn't exist yet, he would talk to his staff as if, They've already done it or they're going to do it and, and, and they, they thought he was crazy. They would. That's why they come up with that term. Well, there he goes again. Reality distortion field. He's bending reality to fit what he wants. What if you had a conversation like that with yourself every day about what's possible for you? Because we all have negative self-talk. That's statistically been proven. I know from myself, I have to catch myself all the time. All right. So what if you had a nice little positive talk? What's, you know, have some creative visualization every day. Picture your life exactly the way you want it to be. Doing the things you're supposed to be doing in order to get there. Because there is a process. There is a process for every bit of this. The, the You know, the, the key to a question to ask yourself is who's in control? And the answer is you. You are in 100% control at all times. Now, some people choose not to take that control every single day, but you are in control. All right? So the key is to... Uh, you know, to the best of your ability, practice this every day. Get involved, all right? Um, You know, so like if if my, if let's say I'm going to decide, okay, I'm going to get a little healthier, I'm going to prospect a little bit more, I'm going to close X amount of deals. There's certain things every day that you can do to get there. And these months, November, I hate hate to even use the word practice, but these months, November and December is where you need to, like, like let's say, Let's say your schedule needs to change. I'm just gonna, you know, right now I'm making seven contacts a day, you know, times five is 35. I need to be up around 60 or 70. If you could add in November, December, even five a week to the total. So by the time we turn the corner into next year, you're at the number you need to be at. Or you can just make the change now and adjust to the process. Either one works. One works a little faster than the other. Okay, and then and then you, you, you got to spend some time working on your attitude every day. You gotta you gotta understand that failure is not bad, rejection is not bad. It's part of the process. The more you fail, the more you will succeed. Okay, so in, you know professional athletes are the best. Those guys that are on the golf tour, you know, there's like 250 of them, I think. First off, just to be in that 250, you're a freak in nature from when it comes to golf. Now they practice more than you can imagine. You know, they they practice hours every day. Then they play 18 or more holes. Then they go back into the driving range and hit the shots that they didn't hit well. That's a lot of work. But if you love golf, then then it's worth it. Okay? So you have to become, you, you, you know, and, and and think about this. Anyone, and if you watch golf at all, you'll see. I mean, this. It's, it goes through phases. There's probably 20 or 30 of them that are the most probable to win, but any of them could win, and sometimes that happens, right? So it's really a statistical thing. You have to, so you have to fail in order to succeed because one of these days you're going to show up and all the bounces are going to go your way. All the shots are going to go your way. Same with baseball. Baseball, you know, the best hitters on the planet only succeed 30% of the time. The best baseball, that's what makes baseball so frustrating. I'm a Red Sox fan, okay? And, uh, you know, we're not going to the World Series. We finished in the final four teams, which is a really great season. Okay, it would have been nice to go. It would have been great. Red Sox against the Braves because the Boston Braves, you know, the Braves used to be in Boston. That would have been a really interesting series. They've never played, I don't think, in a World Series. So that would have been cool. But it's not. It's Houston Astros, right? But now think about this. The difference between the Houston Astros and the Red Sox, okay, One team won 96 out of 162 games for the regular season. So what were they, 90, whatever. They had like 67 losses, and the Red Sox had 70 losses and 93 wins. That's 162 games. So statistically, there's really no difference between those two, right? But so that's why when they get to the, and the Atlanta Braves only had the 88 wins. That's got to be one of the smallest win totals So, you know, they were just barely over 50-50. Think about that. They won 80-something and they lost 70, uh, pretty close to 80-something, yeah. They were were just barely over 500. And even, you know, even uh, like the Red Sox and the Astros, they still weren't at 6 out of 10. They were maybe at 5.75 out of 10. That means you're losing almost half your games and you're one of the best teams in baseball. Statistically, so you have to be comfortable with losing. It's part of the process. You have to be comfortable with rejection, hearing no. I believe that the people that are the most successful have the shortest memories from hearing no to hearing yes. Because even if you hear yes today and you bask in that glory too long, well, it's going to slow you down. And a lot of you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get up to a certain level. You have a certain amount of pendings. Then you stop talking to people and filling your pipeline. And then eventually your closings happen and you're out of a pipeline. You can't allow it to happen anymore. That's why the schedule has to be cut. I used to call my schedule my daily business plan because that's what it was. Okay? So, okay, so you have to come up with these. Okay, so I can't tell you what your new habits need to be. In order to achieve your goal, and, and, you know, like I say, I always have five. There's my health goal. There's my work goal. There's my spiritual goal. There's my family goal. Okay, and there's my mindset goal. So those are my five. Okay. Right. Now let's say you have you're doing well in three of those, and so the two you're not doing well in. What are the habits you need to create to achieve that goal? Health, work, spirituality, mindset, whatever they are. The mindset I think is one of the easiest because you can you don't have to change much. no one for me to listen to an an hour of you know for me it's it's at least an hour an hour and a half of audiobooks every day. In order for me to do that, I, don't have, I can listen to it in my car. I can listen to it while I'm working out. So I don't have to change much in order to factor that in. Most of us don't have to. To create, even if it's three or four hours a week for working out. I know you're thinking, I don't have the time. Yeah, you do. You've got plenty of time. You can, if it's important enough, you'll factor it in. All right, so you have to. And then look, if you, you know, look uh, even if you don't have uh, the money to get Audible or whatever, YouTube has email my assistant, Sydney. S-Y-D-N-E-Y-S at B-H-H-S-N-V. She'll send you, um, you know, a suggested reading list that I've put together, and 70% of them are on YouTube for free. Okay? And then keep it simple. It should be a short list. It should be something easy. You can always add to it because as you create the habit, you'll do more. Like my workout schedule was never... I didn't work out an hour, an hour and 45 minutes every day. It was 45 minutes at first, maybe an hour. Now I get earlier so I can do it because I love it and I feel 100% better when I do it. All right? And my whole day goes better. So come up with the, so, so look, that's what, that's what it is. You should have a business plan, done. If it's not, do it right away. In the business plan, there's three parts. There's the, there's the, there's the numbers part, like here's what I want to make. Here's the transactions that go along with it. That's the first tab. Second tab is the execution. What do you have to do to get there? And the third one is the schedule that goes along with it. That needs to be done. If, you have, if you're having a hard time with it, sit down with your manager or call my assistant, Sydney. I've, had, I've done a couple of them already. Uh, or I go over it with you. Your managers know how to do it, though. And, and face-to-face is the best way to do it, I think. But if I, need, if I need to help you, I can do that. All right? And I'm also doing uh, success series. Tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, look for the ads. I mean, there's there's emails that are going out. There's social media that's going out. Please jump on there if you need it. If you haven't done it in six months, you should be doing it. This is the concentrated version. This is the three-day. This is really only, what, four, eight, 12-hour version. All right, that's, that's my sign, and that's the second time I was knocked off. I'm pretty sure you guys can all hear me. But I covered everything I wanted to cover. and I was going to say goodbye. It knocked me off. So let's do this. Show up to my success series. If you, if you want that approved or that suggested reading list, uh, send my assistant, Sydney, an email. And then, once again, you can also join my coaching, guys. Send Sydney an email. Join my coaching. If you need me, call me anytime. We'll do this again next week. Thanks, everybody.